Xbox achievements coming to Netflix games. More Chivo talk. And the final episode of the Soma Game Club. This is Achievement Hunting 101. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddling Poof, and thank you for listening. This is level 42. 42. Before we get started with the show, let me introduce you the normal crew. First up, we got Nate. How's it going? It's not bad. How are you? Pretty good. We also got L. What's up, man? What up there, Kenny? Do you remember what 42 is? One more than 41. Come on, I told you what it was. It's Jackie Robinson's baseball number. It's jersey number. Remember? Care about that crap? Oh, come on. I told you that. And also is Corey. How's it going? I'm all white. All right. So, Nate, you got any good stories for us today? (laughs) Or have you just been playing Titanfall all week long? All right. Enough about Titanfall. Nate, what's 42? What's 42? Well, that's the answer. Okay, good. Obviously. Good. To uh-huh. life, the universe, and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on, I'm an old. Come uh, on. I know you knew. Come on. Too easy. Corey Googled it, and um, he claims to know what it is now. I have attempted to read the book. I've attempted to watch the movie. And Jackie I have yet Robinson to do either. Biopic? No. Oh, Hitchhikers. Ah. Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, that, I don't think I watched the movie. Was that one or two? Was that the one with Groot? Uh... Oh. <laughs> I, I'm Groot. Well, Rocket Raccoon died, right? Whoa. Whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, the inspiration for Rocket Raccoon. Oh, yes. The real life one. Yes, R.I.P. Peace. Real coon. <laughs> yeah, so what have I been doing? Um... <laughs> Well, ever since finishing that game, uh, like last week, or I think it was, yeah, I think it was just last week and a day ago. Um, basically, been playing games that aren't Titanfall. Whoa, I know. Uh, so Sounds I've been lovely. playing some Metroidvanias. I've been trying to get back into that. So I played some Sundered. Ran into some issues there. I'm not playing that any longer mm-hmm. uh, until I can get a, a good save file going. I played some Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate Deluxe Edition 360 plus plus <laughs> plus tax. Boom. <laughs> Which I love. That game is great. And I think Corey will love it based off of his favorite Metroidvania of Shadow Complex. I think it is a natural uh, next game for him, maybe. Interesting. Um, Except that yeah. it's 400 gamer score. Yes, but it's fun and it's Batman. What, what's the cool. sale uh, history on that? Has it been on sale recently? Or I ever? I think it's Quick been on examples. sale. I don't think recently. Okay. It's due. But you know, if it does go on sale, I think you'd like it because of, you know. Who said he'll buy it for all of us if it goes on sale? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, it's 360, yeah, yeah. though. That's the problem. Oh, then. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. So I've just been playing some games that aren't um, that other game, and it's been fun. And I've actually had gamer score, so that's pretty cool. Oh, how about you? What's up? Well, I also have been playing a 360 game, but at least it has backwards compatibility. And that game it makes is, it playable. Is Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds? Now, if you don't know, that's kind of a 8-bit graphic beat 'em up. Well, a little better, better than 8-bit, but retro style, similar to the Scott Pilgrim game, which was a little more well known. 
So old graphics, got it. Yeah, old graphics. It was pretty well known in the TA community for coming out in 2013, and then four years later in 2017, this new DLC came out for it, out of the blue. Just four did, years later? Four oh, yeah, years I remember later. about that on Zed. And it was an arcade title. So originally it came out, I believe, at 400 points, and the, came out with one DLC making it up to 500 points. But this other DLC added another 500 points. So it's an Whoa. XBLA title now worth a thousand. Woo! I know. So what happened and you was are correct on the points. <laughs> um, community member Orderless Furball. I saw him start it on TA feed, and I said, "Oh, um, Michelle and her brother and I have been playing it. Do you want to join us? Because uh, it's a four-player co-op game." And of course, I need people to carry me. So. <laughs> he actually was getting carried. So what you need to do is get um, up to level 99 in the game. And the best way to do that is to join someone else who already has high levels and play on the highest difficulty, and you will gain levels. So he did that. And then um, he only has one achievement left, which is to get that level 99. And then the three of us played with him, and we've been playing four players. So now Michelle and I only have the uh, level 99 one left, and we'll, we might finish that off after we're done recording tonight. Sweet. But, but it's always nice to so go back you, to an older game. Are you playing it for fun, or is it on uh, Just to get it done, honestly, at this point. It's not terrible, but to, okay. to gain levels, you got to basically farm the same level over and over. So that gets a little Gross. tedious. What kind of achievements would you be happy to see show up after a five-year hiatus? I don't know. None? <laughs> Basically, they added a character, Frau, who I believe is from the visual novel Steins Gate. So that was kind of a crossover DLC character. And you just have to beat the game as her and get to level 25, 50, that kind of stuff. It's the same as the original DLC with the first character, Kurisu. Well, that's kind of like um, the way Diablo did it then, with, like, with the uh, Necromancer. Yes. You know, release a new character. Yeah. It's very similar. Wow. So that's been my big endeavor outside of finishing uh, the the Goatee Donut County, which is, of course, Elroy and Rocker's favorite game because it includes possums. <laughs> I mean, you tell me a better game than that. I really can't think of anything. You start off, you're this hole, and then you swallow things, and your hole gets bigger. And uh, yeah, so I went, we went through without a guide. And luckily, it does have chapter select, and you could clean up afterward. So that's what I did. We had the uh, fun. Fun. Had the fun. The whole family played. Yeah. Wife, son, and daughter. All of us. What about you, Corey? But was it boring to your son because you can't die? Oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> did say it was not challenging enough. He's a big shot now. Kids. He plays Mario Odyssey. That's his game of choice these days. Um, If you remember last week, I went on and on about RCDL, and well... Uh, I kept playing RTDL this week. Um, didn't unlock that many achievements. It was Mother's Day this past weekend, otherwise known as the busiest day of the year for dads. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have not uh, had as much time to game. But um, So what, what, what ended up happening is I wasn't going to re-roll my achievement for Power Rangers, you know, the hardest one in the game, uh, well, ranked matches-wise. Uh, but I ended up doing it anyways because it looks like it's not as quite dead as I had hoped. Um, so I'll just go for that later. And RN Jesus graced me that day and left me with a 7.0 ratio for West Toronto. Now, this is a Game Pass game. And 
Waka talked about it on Waka's Weird Wonders, level 12. So uh, if you want to go back and check the last couple minutes of that episode to hear what he has to say, uh, I do encourage it. I am really glad uh, this happened because, uh, one, I got an easier, more attainable achievement, and I did get it um, last night, actually. Uh, but two, uh, I really, I've only dived the game before, and I had a lot of fun kind of rediscovering Westerado. Uh, it's a very, I don't even know how you would describe the game. It's, uh, it's got humor, it's got, you know, Easter eggs and references, and uh, it's not too, too challenging. Um, you can play it as fast and as quick as you want or as long as you want. Uh, talk to the NPCs and, and all that, but uh, it's just it was just a fun game, and it's I can't wait a, to uh, to go back to it. Kind of a whodunit, right? Um, that sounds right. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Do not is read that, the is words. That, is that a genre? No. Oh my god! Not most of the time. Uh, some some of the times I do. There's a de- a murder takes place, and you're looking for clues. That's the whole point of the game. Right. Well, yeah, I, I know that much, but I and don't then, read every. And then you a talk lot to of the people, NPCs have doubled lines, so and I they describe the killer to you. But I believe it's every playthrough is different. They'll um, tell you different things every time. Maybe, but you can you can unlock different characters to play the game with, and uh, there's four total. Uh, I've unlocked all four of them. Uh, you start off with one automatically, and I've only. I haven't duplicated a play, so I don't know how that that differs. Okay. But uh, the interesting bit about the game, as far as stats-wise goes, is that uh, it has a lot of achievements, 79 achievements in this game. Uh, and the TA is over 5,300. That is wow. ridiculous. Uh, last night, um, I had my RTDL achievement was to beat the game with this certain character. Uh, so I had to finish a playthrough, uh, to, I had to I had to do something to unlock this character. Then I had to start a new play with, through with uh, them and then beat the game. And when I beat the game, I had I made it my pacifist run, so I killed a lot less people. Uh, I happened to do it quickly under an hour, which is the speed run achievement in the game. And let's see, that one completion of that that story netted me one, two, three, four, five achievements. And the ratios on those achievements were. Uh, 5.5, 7.3, 7.6, and 6. Those are ridiculous uh, ratios for achievements. Uh, and it was not, relatively speaking, it was not hard to get or very long. Uh, that playthrough, like I said, was a speed run, and it took me less than an hour to do it. So uh, this game is loaded with TA uh, that is probably not too hard to get. The completion estimate does say 15 to 20 hours. Uh that's probably right with all the cleanup and miscellaneous achievements you have, but um, quite frankly, I I'm four I'm no I'm I'm almost six hours into it according to the tracker, and uh, I look forward to playing it more and and doing different things that I can uh, with the game. So I think it's going to be enjoyable, and uh, it's going to be some good TA off of it, and it's in Game Pass. Absolutely, you definitely do it. That and, probably helps the and you could play it in co-op. Ratios. You can play co-op. I have not done that, and won't, come on, the wife will love you it. Can, yeah. I can't even get her to play Life is Strange. That's okay. She'll like <laughs> Westerado better. You could shoot random people. Oh yeah, it did take me a uh, a little bit to get used to the shooting, but once you do, uh, you can pretty much uh, do yeah. whatever you want in that game. Mm-hmm. You have to reload a lot. 
Uh, but that that was uh, that was the highlight of my week. Um, Kenneth, I just wanted to what? say a quick addendum to yeah. what I said earlier because I made a boo boo. No one's going to care, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, the character uh, Karisu, uh, the first DLC is the one from Steins Gate, and the one they added four years later, Frau, is from a game called Robotic Notes. So there you have it. Hmm, you're right. No one did care. See. <laughs> All right. Then. <laughs> thank you. Thank you I, for the correction. I was right. Uh, Kenneth, what Tupperware are you selling? I mean, what did you do this <laughs> week? That was uh, that was cool. Had to be there. Uh, well, I've been out of town all week for a wedding, so I haven't played anything. So instead of talking about my gaming week, because that sucked, let's get on to some news. Hey, check it out. Smitty just completed Titanfall. Good job. Hey. Good job, Smitty. We should probably get started on that one. You guys left us in the lurch. I should get started on the news, too. So, like I've been trying to say about the news, big thing that's happening is we have an announcement that Netflix is going to be at E3 this year. That's pretty cool and different, but they will be developing some of their Netflix originals will be will be coming to their platform as a game similar to uh, the Minecraft story mode. As far as I can, as far as I know, of, that's the only game on Netflix. Well, aren't they classifying their um, interactive videos as games just because there's interaction? So, like the Bandersnatch uh, episode of Black Mirror, I think that's probably more along the lines of what they're talking about games, or, or is there something specifically games? I would say yes well, and no. Wait, I, I, I watched that uh, Bandersnatch. I think it's Bandersnatch. 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 Uh, it's like it's pretty much an fmv um that's why i it, assume all these are going to be well it's already been confirmed and it will probably be shown netflix is bringing stranger things to an official game platform uh as a, as a game the the series the next season is a game no no it's it's okay. it's uh to complement the the show uh is they they have a stranger things game coming out so uh i would you could take it at that level and just take that some of their originals and put them into a game form. Obviously, FMV is the easy choice uh, with you know media and content such as a you know television show. Uh, but you could do other things with it, like uh, I don't know. Uh, TA actually had some good examples, and I read them right before, so I don't I don't want to you know take their take their credit from it. Um, but one of them was. Uh, so Stranger Things is already there. Uh, Orange is the New Black. If any of you have seen that, you know that's the uh, the women's prison show. I know of it. You should watch it with your wife and mother-in-law. Which one? Um, Oz. <laughs> this is the women's version of Oz. Return to Oz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, they said that you could do that as like an escapist type spinoff. That would that would work, right? The Wiz. The Wiz. <laughs> Jeez, you old people. <laughs> How do you know that? You shouldn't know that. How do you know that? I know of the list. That went okay. right over my head. Uh, well, see, that's what I expected. Have you heard of Michael Jackson? Can oh, of course you have. You look like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Blanket. <laughs> Neverland was a great place. <laughs> the other one that PA mentioned was a glow wrestling game. I haven't seen that show, but Wait, what? I bet oh, somebody I here has... They're giving examples of the way that Netflix could come to the gaming Son media. of a... And so they, one of their examples was a glow wrestling game. Hmm. Seems easy. With Allison uh, Brie, huh? 
Yeah. Mark Marin. He's got the they're... WTF podcast. Very big, actually. Not, Not making this up. Achievement hunting one. Not as big as ours, right, but he's got five viewers. But he's an up and coming. Yeah. I mean, this seems interesting. I know Stranger Things is creating a video game. I thought it was like an 8-bit dungeon crawler thing or whatever. I didn't actually think it was going to be an FMV. Is this no, the it, only... it's not. The, the, the article and okay, the, then the I speculation is just how Netflix is They're coming speculating. to video games as a platform. Oh, gotcha. I'm is this the only one. Stranger Things game? Because I thought there was another one. <laughs> Damn it, Nate. I did. No, I, no, I, I honestly, I'm being serious. There was a Telltale was one that was canned, right? Is that what you're thinking uh, of? I think, yes. I think that's correct. Yeah. Man, yeah, they that, were that giving cool. you just Stranger Things. Picking oh, up the bones there. Man, that would have been great. That would have been a great Telltale. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's... But yeah, it, it's all just curious to how a content provider such as Netflix is now invading the video game space. So, I mean, I will obviously learn more about it in a couple months, but uh, it's certainly the the first of its kind-ish. Of course, there's always been spinoffs and, and one-shots that aren't very good, but Netflix's originals tend to be highly rated. And so, yeah, you can only imagine that they're... What, what they do is, you know, top-tier stuff, so... Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt this will happen since... Disney is turning their back on it, but it would be great to have all their superhero shows like a Daredevil or a Punisher, Jessica Jones pop up as a game. That that would be amazing. Daredevil game could really be good. Maybe not necessarily on Netflix, but just as Oh yeah, first a person game. Daredevil. That was great. That was just beat me to it. I mean, then Netflix has other original series like L, you probably like this. They have a new Voltron one. Hell yeah. That I think could... that you could just take the premise of all their originals because they have a ton of them and you could just apply them to different genres and you could probably get some cool stuff. Um, and if you add I would what I would assume is Netflix's story writing to them, uh, you could probably make a pretty great piece of work. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Stranger Things 3, the game. Uh personally but no achievements well yeah that that damn it have to, Corey. we'd have to have that to get me but yes mm-hmm. and it would have to be on console well i don't know if, if they had achievements and somehow you did it well within the netflix app um i don't see how that could be good but i would definitely play it for some sweet sweet chivos be great if you could like play it like sign on to your xbox open up the netflix app and then play through that and somehow links the Xbox live into with the Netflix. That would be great. But I I don't know if that will actually happen or not, unfortunately. But with Microsoft's willingness to put Xbox Live onto everything, including Switch and now mobile, maybe this is something that they would look into expanding into. Who knows? Especially expanding since into what? putting Xbox Live into Netflix. Putting a service in a service. I mean, ish. Sounds I believe. Weird, I, I, I get. What you, I get where you're going. I believe there is a Halo Netflix original. Eh, maybe it's not. Okay, so it's not a Netflix original, but there are Halo movies, not just Red versus Blue, on Netflix. So I don't know. Kind of interesting. Netflix is just 
getting into the gaming space. It seems like everyone wants to get into the gaming space one way or another. So we got a community question from Hat90. He asked, what got you all into achievement hunting? Was it a particular game, an achievement, or a competition with a friend? Uh, L, let's start with you. What got you into achievement hunting? Um, achievements. Well, there you go. That's simple. Well, since I'm an old, I was... It was 2006 for me, a little bit after launch. I don't remember what game in particular got me to notice them, but it was probably something like Call of Duty 2 launch game. And I got into achievements right away. I remember going for them all in the Street Fighter 2 arcade game, which was, of course, my first Comprito in 2006. So I definitely took to achievements right away. And before TA got big, there was a little site called Xbox360Achievements.com, which is still around. And how you would get into a, a gaming boosting session on there is you would find the forum dedicated to each game, and you would... <laughs> that was uh, so terrible. You got... <laughs> Oh my god. It's in ancient times. So what you would do is you would see the forum and then you would add your name and then you would have to take the post and everyone would copy and paste that post and just add their name to it. So that is how boosting sessions worked back in 2006, 2007 days. And I remember finding a boosting partner for the game Smackdown versus Raw 2007. Of course it's WWE. And you want to know who I met there? Toad Style Venom. Beavis. No, sorry. Yes. Toad Style Venom. We boosted that. When did we boost this? 2009, we boosted it. And this game is basically just begging to be boosted. There's an achievement for winning 50 consecutive online matches. That is horrible. Yeah. Jeez. So, and you have to defend your created championship 50 times online. So you could do those both at the same time. And you take turns with that. So yeah, that's how I met Little, little Miss. Oh my God, it's been 10 years. To then January 2009. Um, I don't think I've ever actually been in a serious competition with friends over Gamerscore. Just just something fun to do. It's a metagame. But uh, it's an excellent question, Hatton. How about you, Nate? So what happened for me, I think, I'm just looking back at my Gamerscore over the years. And it looks like it was around 2014, towards the end of 2014, that I noticed some of my friends had a ridiculous Gamerscore of... 60,000 <laughs> or 40,000, something like that. Something you know, 30 or 40,000. And I only had, gosh, what did I have? Not much. Not a whole lot. Um, and I thought, you know what? Um, I want to get more than that. Yeah, because it looks like I was averaging <laughs> uh, about three to 5,000 a year gamer score um, before that. So like 2013, for instance. Across so, 75 games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, not that many at the time because there was World of Warcraft. Ah. It was World of Warcraft and um, uh, Unreal Tournament on the PC uh, were, were my two main go-tos. Yeah, those were my go-tos. And then there was, you know, every now and then there was a console game or something. Now, these friends of mine, they were not achievement hunters, mind you. They were guys that would just play like the newest game that was like, you know, hot, uh, and pretty much any shooter. So any first person shooter, these guys would play. And that's how they got their gamer score. Uh, so high. And they weren't going for completions. They were just playing like 80% of the game, getting all the, you know, this campaign stuff and maybe some multiplayer, but not going for the completion. So I said, I want to at least match what they're doing because I consider myself, you know, a gamer. Was a different time. All these games, uh, 
And so I, I feel like my I should get my number up close to them. And that's when I started looking into uh, how to get more gamer score. So I started finding podcasts and I found TA and all these things. I actually didn't join a session for like two years. I think Titanfall was one of my first sessions actually on the one. Um, I don't, I can't think of what it would, would have been before that, but yeah, that's what, what started me on my journey was just trying to beat my friends, uh, who weren't really into gamer score. So about you, Corey. Yeah. So I'm trying to do research and I crashed xbox.com, but, uh, before it did that, um, I did kind of get some dates. So I got into achievements around, uh, sometime in 2009, it appears, I don't remember exactly like what game, uh, like I don't I don't remember noticing them in in the games I was playing necessarily, but I probably was because uh, I eventually found the good old website of uh, a lot that's older than some of you guys because you haven't mentioned it I assume, and that is 360voice.com, mm-hmm. and that was sort of like a a TA um, before TA uh, as far as friends and, and tracking ish kind of goes, uh, that I remember it's kind of fuzzy and I was, I was very young. Um, but I remember badges on the, on the site. So you got badges for different genres that you played. And I don't remember how detailed the stat tracking was. Um, I don't remember any guides either. So it wasn't that aspect. TA seemed to kind of be a merge of 360 voice and 360 achievements, which I was, I was pretty heavy into 360 achievements as well. That kind of came right after 360 Voice. Uh, what made what kind of got me in like seriously uh, considering you know hunting it and and whatnot within 360 Voice is that they used to do these contests uh, similar to the TA where you would you know track your gamer score and uh, and you know just compete on a leaderboard and stuff like that. And um, I decided to you know dive into that world at that time and uh, and kind of go full force. And I remember uh, one of the better video rental stores, in my opinion, Hollywood Video. Uh, they had a deal. That's <laughs> yeah. been a while since I've heard of them. You're gonna have to to Google that one, youngins, uh, Chip. Uh, but anyways, they had a deal, um, twenty dollars a month, and I could rent as many games as I wanted to, like one at a time. And so I would go in there and I would rent a game. And I would be back the next day because uh, I was doing a quick games at the time, even though they were four to six hours. <laughs> um, I would do quick games and I return them uh, maybe sometimes that day, sometimes the next day or the, the two days after. But I was rolling through all of those uh, quick games that you might remember from the 360 days. Yeah, I did play Hannah Montana for it. Uh, tried to hide that from the friends. And uh, yeah, they eventually <laughs> found that one and, and hazed me. But uh you got right, those classics the 2k titles remember those the five five achievement games uh but really what started it was when i looked on how to increase my gamer score quickly and of course the one that popped up at the time was avatar the last airbender so uh promptly went to hollywood video that day or the next day and and rented that bad boy for the that glorious three minutes of gameplay uh for that thousand g uh, and then from there, the, the rest is pretty much history. What about Kenny? Are you still looking for your inspiration? For As you started a hunting achievement, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I was actually looking back at my period summaries to see what exactly it was I 
have been playing. Um, I remember when I first got my 360 and started playing the games back in, it looks like December 2007 is as far, as far back as it goes. I remember playing, you know, Guitar Hero 2, Zuma, Fear, Grawl 2, and these things, you know, achievements popping off. I'm like, what the heck is this stupid thing? You know, get a stupid number. What is this? And being relatively interested in them, uh, going through the different games lists and seeing them. And like I said, you know, being interested, like, oh, if I do this, I get that. And then this number goes up. And similar to you, you know, uh, to you, Nate, where I see friends where I'm at four or 5,000 gamer score, my friends are at 15. It's just like, oh, you're higher than me in that. I want to beat you. Um, but it never really clicked. The achievement hunting never really clicked until two until two specific games. The first is Halo 3. Um, in Halo 3, I don't know if you guys have played this or if you remember, you can customize your Spartan or Elite for multiplayer. But in Halo order to 3. unlock new armors, you had to do certain, certain things in the game, like beat it on Legendary or get a certain skull or this or that but all of those requirements were were attached to an achievement so as you unlock the achievements you unlocked armor so it was a kind of thing of i'll go for these achievements i'll do these whatever tasks it was and i unlock the armors i know the one specific i wanted to unlock was like the recon uh armor i wanted the flaming skull but Back then, you lied. People lied. You couldn't get that unless you were Bungie. Uh, the other game that really got me interested into achievements and specifically completions is Oblivion. That was the first game that I actively went for, and I wanted to get all of the achievements. I really wanted to complete the game. Um, the main thing that really motivated me to complete Oblivion is the fact of I just adored that game. I like I said, I was looking through my period summaries, and March and April, I only played one game of court according to TA, or at least unlocked achievements in one game for those two months, and that was Oblivion. So I must have had a streak where all I played was Oblivion. Maybe played Halo or Call of Duty here or there, not much, but I just went gung ho on this game. I just wanted to get it done, and what made the game or what made achievements in that game interesting is the fact that I wanted to see everything. I wanted to do everything in the game and all the achievements were, are tied to the quest, you know, beat the main quest. And as you're doing, getting to different checkpoints in the main quest, you unlock achievements. Same thing with the thieves guild, the fighters guild, the mages guild, so on and so forth. And then with same thing with the DLC packs, but it's like, and that was like I said, that was the f- first game that I really wanted to complete. And then after that, you know, kind of like how you said, Nate, different friends having higher gamer score. I remember watching Stallion uh, go for his million. million. I remember looking at his 360 profile and seeing, oh, he's at 900,000. Oh, he's at 950 when he finally got to the 1 million mark. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. It kind of is related. Uh, So when I found out I kind of looked into achievements a little bit more. Uh, there was an, a website where you could look up achievement uh, hunters by state. And that's when you still had the gamer card. You could put on, you know, different websites and whatnot. And I said to myself, 
I'm going to be the best gamer or achievement hunter in Tennessee. <laughs> and I, I was, I was committed and for about five minutes until I realized that, uh, the person who was the top one in Tennessee currently was the world record holder, uh, for gamer score in, in, in all of the country or in the world. And so that quickly died. <laughs> so rip, rip the dream there. Short lived dream. Now I'll settle for number two. I think everyone in Tennessee should be committed. All right. Well, we are to good education. Well, thanks for the question at 90. But one of the games that you mentioned, Corey, uh, Avatar. Did you know that's on sale? That's on a massive sale right now. I did. Ooh, sale way. <sighs> you can't <laughs> use that. Okay, I guess you have. You can use it one more time before it stops becoming funny. Yeah, I think, the, I think that's the rule. That that that's getting close to being edited out territory now. Whoa. The, well, we got some sales going on this week. Nate, I know you've got a lot of tabs open. What are you picking up? <laughs> I do have a lot of tabs. Um. So I'm not picking all of these up. I just thought I'd point out a couple. Uh, Fear Effect Sedna, if you remember back on the PlayStation Fear Effect. Um, this game is $3 down from 20 It's a six to eight hour action adventure. I believe it is um, It's like the successor, the spiritual successor uh, of Fear Effect. Um, so I picked that one up. I have yet to play it, but Sedna? three bucks. Seems pretty good. Yeah, uh, Fear Effect. Yeah, that game was uh, pretty dirty when it came. Was it? I don't remember that. Could've yeah, been. there was like lesbian scenes and shower scenes. And... I mean, I remember oh, that. That dirty. was like the whole point of it. I mean, <laughs> that was just a little part of it. Well, if they're in the shower, I would assume they're dirty. So technically, it's dirty. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good point. One game I have played that I can recommend. Eight. <laughs> One game that I have played that I can recommend is Tembo the Badass Elephant. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not only fun to play, it's fun to say. It's $6, down from 20 It's a platformer. It's 12 to 15 hours. I chipped away at this one. It, it really kind of harkens back to the um, kind of the old platformer days. It's a little bit challenging. Uh, towards the end, I think, there were a couple of bosses uh, that I was getting real frustrated at. But, you know, if this old dog can do it, uh, you youngins should be able to get it done. Um, Should. <laughs> speaking of dogs, um, we have Sleeping Dogs 360 DLC. Uh, it's two pieces of DLC uh, for a total combined price. You can buy them separately. There's no package. Uh, $2 uh, down from 14 for the two of them. It's worth 225 gamer score. That All this DLC does come in the, uh, the X1 version, uh, but you have to pay for it separately on the 360. So if you're going for that stack... Uh, now's a good time. It's not always on sale. I think it was a long time before these went on sale. Uh, it's more common now, but I would still do it uh, while you can. There's also uh, the Watchdogs 360 Season Pass. That is uh, $6 down from 20 It's worth 250 gamer score. If you're going for the completion, obviously you'd want that. Um, and finally, uh, related to uh, today's news, today's sad news, there's SpongeBob SquarePants Underpants Slam. $1.50 down from $10. It's platformer, 68 hours worth a whopping, humongous 200 gamer score. Ooh. Arrow to the knee. <laughs> what about you, Corey? Oh, that's me. Um, you left out one, probably so I could talk about it. So I appreciate probably. that. Probably. Yep. 
Finally, Mamadora. Momodora. Probably is better. Momodora, Reverie Under the Moonlight for Xbox One is on sale finally. Half off, $5, down from 10 This is a Metroidvania, yeah. folks. So, another one to add to the docket. Is it on your wish list? <laughs> it was. Uh, not that I need the wish list anymore because I pretty much know all the games and I can see them. Uh, I pretty much have them already picked out before I get the email from TA, but yes. It was. This game came out in March 2017, and I don't know if it's been on sale at least for the past six months since we've I've been tracking Metroidvania. So uh, this will be a definite buy from me just uh, for the genre itself. Uh, it does seem to be fairly well rated um, amongst the people who have played it, which is fairly low on TA. It's 500 tracked gamers. Four point five. What? Nothing. <laughs> it's four ninety nine track gamers at four ninety nine U.S. American dollars. Yep, uh, but it, it's it's has some good ratings. Uh, actually, fifty votes. Uh, so a tenth of the uh, track gamers have voted at four stars. I, I showed Pretty you. Good. <laughs> I remember showing you the trailer of this game. Yeah, there's a there's a particular point in this boss. trailer that um <laughs> uh, there's a a there's a breast I mean a boss battle. That's the breast uh, where you come up with. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yours is much better. Uh, so I don't. I, I, I tried reading the blurb. There's nothing that really sticks out about the game as far as its pitch to the the player. Uh, but in the trailer, there is a part where you are battling a boss, and it is the chest area of a large woman. It looks like her mouth is sewn shut. So yes, and to defeat her, you punched said chestal area. <laughs> chestal, yeah. Um, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, it, it looks like it, that for all of us. I think he said. <laughs> uh, Chin oh. mentioned it in I Discord. See the boss now. Yeah, that's okay. You found it. Yep. <laughs> Chin mentioned it in the Discord, and I just started looking at TA. I can only believe him there. But he said it's going to be a long. <laughs> it's going to be a long dive to get this on your tag. The first uh, achievement, which is you know, quote unquote the easiest, is watch the true ending. So uh, I assume Jeez. that. And just looking at some of the other achievements, which there's not a lot, there's only 10, um, you will have to play the game at least twice. Uh, one of those is a complete all other achievements achievement, um, which cross fingers, it isn't broken and looks like it's not based off the unlock. So that's good. Uh, but, but yeah, 12 to 15 hours Metroidvania to throw on the tag. It, it looks like it has been on sale. Four times previously, this seems to be the lowest price. So, oh, well, now it's time to get you. it. I'll probably buy it and not play it. Add it, add it to my uh, Metroidvania grouping on the Xbox One, which I enjoy you, doing. You, you might as well save your money. <laughs> well, are you going to save your money this week? No, I got to spend it now because I did that deal to get the fifty dollars and get the uh, ten dollars. Yeah, Which, of I course, did I didn't get. So you got sixty dollars burning your burn a hole in your pocket. So Nate, yeah, there's some games, up, you, some games you forgot to mention. Oh no, your favorite type of game. There are ACA games for sale this week. Gross. I believe there are five: King of Fighters '96, Samurai Showdown 3, 
Baseball Stars Professional, Robo Army, and Metal Shrug 2. Uh, of those, King of Fighters 96, I believe, is like 15 minutes, half an hour territory. Samurai Showdown. I'm calling it. ACA's getting, uh, or Hamster, they're getting scared of Radalika. Maybe. Maybe. I much prefer Radalika, and generally they're cheaper. I think they're giving Hamster too much credit. <laughs> I think Radalika. Their price point's wrong. I you think don't sell these games at eight dollars. I think Radalika intentionally makes easy games. I think uh, Hamster's just lazy and just makes dumb lists. That's what I think. I agree on both of those. Points. I agree with both. I also agree with Corey the... about you know they're trying to lower the price because their price too high. Did you play last week's Radalika? My big sister. I am waiting on adding games to my tag, so that one's coming soon. But I hear good things. Yeah, it's a little different than your uh, your front loaded. Radalika. It's actually, I think there's actually some game there. Uh, the aforementioned Avatar, as you said, is uh, 85% off, 3 bucks. I feel like it's been on sale every month lately. Still they don't have know. that on my tag. Maybe one of these days. Why? Why? Well, you played a Radalika game, so why don't you why? play that one? It's just, uh, I mean, it, I know at this point, it used to be a badge of honor, kind of just to say it never did it. Now, your tag's defiled with crappy games for, for sheer game that, score. that it is that it is i'll agree there do you have access to it at least mm. yes he has 60 dollars burning a hole in his pocket <laughs> he can spare three bucks i will not pay three dollars for it <laughs> if someone wants to visit me with it then it's maybe. one of those licensed games i'd I, be careful if i i may i may have added it to my game collection to see if it shows up for rtdl <laughs> Oh, so okay. I can get a gimme. <laughs> See, and it's going to show up in that. June, and it's not going to go on sale in June. <laughs> exactly. It'll be full price. Then you're going to have to go buy it for I'll, 15, 20 bucks. I'll have access. Don't worry. I never heard of this game, Hyper Jam. Oh, yeah. That's uh, relatively new. Uh, still expensive. I think it's $12 on sale, but yeah, you can complete that in an hour or two. Xbox One Enhanced. That's mm-hmm. the Arena Brawler. Hyper I Jam. believe so. Like it, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Ooh, it has four player matches. I've 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 opened a tab on that two or three times now. Don't do it. It's gonna get lower. Yeah, the discount's pretty low. It's normally fifteen, so Ah, oh, Black to Fall, our old friend. Damn, that's always fifty percent off. Waiting for it to go slightly. So what, some other games that are on this list are all of the uh well not all I guess. Well no, here they are all. The arcade yep. game series. Mm-hmm. I do not trust that two uh two hour completion no, for Miss Pac Man. Uh, or the three hour on Dig Dug and Pac Man. No. Nope. Dig Dug wasn't that bad. Yeah. Maybe that so there's one on there that I, I think I remember, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to uh get rid of all the dirt in one map. Yep. Yes. That one's pretty tough. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. actually more difficult than it sounds. And then there's one for one thousand spaces. Those are the two I don't have. I have eighteen and twenty on that one. And I think the problem was you have to do it all on one playthrough. But uh, for two dollars, if oh, you don't you have it, own them all. Actually, the three in one pack is four dollars. Wow. Yeah, you should get that one. That's value. Yeah, I think I've got the completion on the other Dig Dug, not this one. Yeah. The well, you should get this one because this one has a thousand gamer score. Yeah, the other one I have the completion, the two hundred pointer. One of them on here uh, I've never experienced. Uh, maybe Koosh can tell me because he definitely has. Uh, or- World 2 Hunting Boss? Oh, <clears throat> so good. Is it good? For real? <laughs> or bad good? So, so good. I think uh, 
Smitty talks highly of this game. So, yeah, this was my first game that was... Um, Bundle, though. I don't want to say it's like a Dark Souls or maybe a Hunter's game, but it, this was not my normal game type. Uh, and I think people are just laughing that I would kind of lump it into those categories. But, yeah, you're basically just going into each arena and you're fighting a big boss. Um, so call that what you will. Uh, this was my first time doing that. And, you know, it was a cheap game, um, not a whole lot of production value to it. But, yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I did think it was a little bit grindy towards the end, but um, yeah, it's a good time. The looks like the look game cool. is looks like that game is three dollars by itself, but it's not technically on sale. But it is part of a bundle that's on sale with a game called Future War. But the Which Future is War is six dollars instead ten... of seven. <laughs> Future weird. War is a ten dollar game by itself. It is, but it's a little weird to shoot them up. Anybody's gonna play it. Yeah, that seems like no one a likes weird, hard shoot 'em ups. Uh, Future War actually doesn't look bad either. Well, for six dollars, you can own it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I picked that one up because it was kind of a twin stick shooter, right? Yep. It's a shoot 'em shoot 'em up. That bundle is not for me. It I sounds both halves of it. It, it sounds chronicable <laughs> too. Some other games that, if you don't want to spend any money because you didn't buy, you didn't spend fifty dollars and get ten dollars back or more. We have three new games of Game Pass. First up, Surviving Mars. Next game is Tacoma. And the last one, which is Nate's new addiction, Black Desert. Cut me off, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about Plague Road, if anyone knows about that one, because that's uh, $3 down from 20 and you could play that on the Windows device. Looks no. like hot garbage from what I remember. I think it was a Kickstarter game. I guess that's going to be my sandwich of the week. A Gordita. Ah, is it a sandwich? It's a taco. Taco Bell's been a while. Black Dessert. You've been playing that, Koosh? Uh, yeah, so I have not downloaded Black Dessert yet. <laughs> um, I'm saving that <laughs> for later. Uh, I'm saving that for when I have um, a little bit more hard drive space uh, and time. And uh, yeah, I really wanted to get through some Metroidvanias. And some other games this month, but uh, I'm staying away from it. I'm trying. I'm staying strong. We're sticking to uh, our goals this year. We're yeah. doing it. I'm trying to. I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna take lots of screenshots and send it to you. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I did download Tacoma though. That's supposed to be a quick one, so suppose supposed to. Waka course, does not recommend it. Of course, no guide first playthrough, and then clean it up later. Nice. That's not That's efficient. Do it. It's not efficient, but it's, it's the fun. way to play those games. It's the way to do it. I'm pretty sure it has like a chapter select or something like just... that, so you can go back and get whatever you missed. Corey thinks he's a big shot at Stephen Hunter now. He doesn't play for fun anymore. Doesn't look at stories of games. Doesn't play with sound. Just, just he's going just for that number two spot, through, yo. Yeah, and play, yeah, and that's it. yeah. I'll have an announcement of that probably next week. Related. So speaking of Four games, shiny. we're going to download and not play. As we are recording, it looks like the Games with Gold for the second half of the month just went live. What awesome new games did we just get? Golf Club 2019 for the 1 and Comic Jumper for the 360. I think you missed the awesome part. Those um, are awesome games. I think again, Comic Jumper, bro. Comic yeah. Jumper, I was talking and chat about this the other day. It's not a bad game, but it's a type of game that if you had wanted to play, you probably would have played it already. It was on sale for a couple bucks numerous times. Okay, it came out almost a decade ago, or right. really like nine years ago. It was a good game back then. Maybe you'd get bored of it now. 
I didn't say it's bad. You I might try it. Bad. You said nobody wants to play it. Now, are you going to play Golf Club 2? No. It's it's part of the... It's um, going to be worth 9,000 PA is my guess. Well, if it's a Game Pass challenge... Yeah, I think it's like get two achievements uh, in the Game Pass challenge. The host should have a Game Pass challenge, I think. If it's so a I Game think. Pass challenge, I might try it. But that's definitely on the backest of the back burners. Yeah, that would definitely be an incomplete for me. But uh, I would I would maybe do two. I don't like golf, so I have less than zero interest in that. And I don't have a student achievement factory to play it for me. School's out in a week. School's out for spring break. Lots of kids looking for jobs. <laughs> eh, not my thing. But let's move on to some contests. As always, let's talk about the BCM or Frame Holes Completion Challenge. This week, the topic that we're going to cross off the list, it's to complete a game with a hunter of any form in it. Corey, what what game are you going to go for? Um, I'm going to go to a classic from last year that I did not complete, and that would be Corgan, the free-to-play hmm, somewhat cheap, well, it's free-to-play somewhat uh, easy and quick uh, Diablo clone that you do not want to play with other people because the achievements are weird. What do you mean by that? I tried. I played the first. So you have to play uh, uh, the entire prologue to get the achievements and do all the secondary quests. And I did the first. And it's three areas. I did the first area. Then I thought it would be cool to play with Elle and Michelle to just do the game in like a night. Um, but there was a weird thing where only some people were getting achievements. So, uh, and in order to uh, play with them. I needed to delete my save, so uh, whenever I do go back to it, I have to do the first area all from scratch. And oh, I don't know. Wait, what? It's not like it's it's not like it's long, but oh, it's just kind of boring quote. to me. So when you say the achievements were weird, I I realize what you mean by that. But was it like achievements were popping here and there for everyone, or was it they, like the they host were not was popping only in it? for everyone? I don't remember if it was host or just random. I think it was probably host. Hmm. I had I had most of them unlocked um, uh, when we started, but I think L or Michelle, one of the two, wasn't getting the achievements. What are we talking about? Corgan. Corgan. Who? The mother <laughs> smells like elderberries. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Corgan. And, uh, Corgan. There was something about it where it, it put me. Yeah, there was something about it where it also did the areas randomly, and yes. so you couldn't really complete yeah, should, the prologue or something like that. You should be able to do that. I don't know. Yeah, totally doable. That's a good one. And Yeah, because one of the uh, the characters is uh, profoundly called the Hunter, so uh, I couldn't think of a better option than that. Well, it's funny because that's also the game that I wanted to complete. I have it downloaded on my Xbox. Oh, wow. And funny I that. was... <laughs> talking to my brother about playing with me so we can so we can get that but maybe i won't play with him for the for the achievements if it has local co-op it might be different i don't know Uh, i care about achievements just i think it was host only that's what it was if it is host only then i can just go for it then i'll play because he don't care so maybe i will try doing that how about you nate um 
I was thinking um, Diablo 3. I've probably mentioned it before. It's probably on my list, probably double dipping. Well, we are talking about games that you have to complete in 2019. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. I, I figure we'll eventually circle back around and, and get to this one uh, or the next one because there are two Diablos left to go for us. So, launch um, Diablo. Yeah, and there's a, a a demon hunter, so that's where I was getting my my hunter. Good ban. Uh, yeah, getting my hunter uh, requirement was there, but now I'm thinking maybe if I already have this as another category, and it feels like I do, probably because of demons. I think I chose Diablo for for the demon challenge. That sounds right. Um, probably. Yeah, I think I did do that. Then. Or maybe I did Devil May Cry. Where's the guy? In any case, I feel like I've I feel like I've, I've said this before. Uh, as an option, as a secondary, I'm thinking Hunter's Legacy. It's a Metroidvania. Um, I want to get it done oh. anyway. It's ten to twelve hours. That the one with uh, the cats. Yeah, but his name is Hunter. He's like he's a feline hunter. <laughs> We're gonna so. have to do some fact checking on that. So I, yeah, it's I, a Metroidvania. I got a question. Yeah, it is. All right. It says Hunter of any form. What if a character's name is Hunter? Why not? Yes, like Triple H. So Spyro Reignited Trilogy would work for this. Is that the main character? It's not the main character, but it is a a character. Yes, it is a playable character. character. Is a good playable character. (laughs) Uh, I think that is Eye of the Beholder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have to put it to the test. I was waiting for Judge Corey to just lower the hammer and say no. I don't remember how you played with that character. It's it's a very short period of time. Ed quote. Oh. And I think it was only the third game, right? I believe so. It does kind of make me want to replay Spyro now, but. <laughs> it was with the mini games, like when you're in the plane or something like that. And I think. I was clicking around on Mixer, I think, today. And, and Insomniac Games was streaming Spyro. I gotta say, I was tempted. I was thinking about it. Play it; it's good. Oh, it, they made yeah. that Batman game. But the, 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 <laughs> but the price needs to drop. Yeah, I, I need it to be a little bit cheaper because I, I was gonna get the combo they, pack, right? These guys that can mail it to you. And finished it. Yeah. All right. Well, how about you, L? Luckily, Nate said that he's gonna buy me uh, this World Two Hunting Boss game. I'm guessing that has hunters. Uh, I would imagine. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're hunting <laughs> monsters. Sounds about Monster right. Monster Hunter. The Deer Hunter? I would love deer to hunter, complete yeah. Monster Hunter. You never heard of Deer Hunter, probably. You're young. Uh, here, here's one for you, uh, and it's an arcade title. Hunter's Trophy 2 America. Is that like a Kabila game? Yep. All right. Sounds like they also have an Tennessee. Australia version. Oh. Mike. The Boomerang? Bola. Here, here we go. Neo Geo Top Hunter. Roddy and Kathy. That seems legit. I wonder if there's a way where you can spin every single category with an ACA game. All right. Can we talk about a real contest here? Yeah. What is a real contest? Oh, yes. The random to-do list. Look at this. Look at this leaderboard. How many people have over 10? Holy cow. Is it more than 10? How many yeah. is it? Looks like... 18 people and more than 10. This is amazing. Everyone's doing awesome. I believe Skeptical Mario in Discord today was talking about how well everyone's doing. And he was trying to figure out 
the combined uh, amount of the top 10. And we're almost at that point and halfway through the month of the top of all time. And Ben L's uh, 72 looked and uh, that dirty curator, he said that we're approaching the all time record for everyone combined. Yeah, look at this. This is great to get on my game here. I only have 14 on the 14th. 14. Uh, the interesting piece is you have 14 unlocks, but you're in 15th place. Yeah. Come on now. I got to get some of those harder ones done, I guess. So she said. Quote, quote. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uno. And we're only halfway done with the month, so it's going to be a good one. It'll be down to the wire. Just about time to start the RTDL for the month. Let's look at Fufu. And and freaking Homer Homer only has three unlocks left, and even if he didn't unlock them, he would be ahead of me still based off his uh, points. Oh, if you got them all? Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Let's look at what he has left. Why would anyone get Just Cause 2? Because. Because, 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 because. All right, guys. Good job this month. All right. It is now time for Proclamation Point. High Road has reached a new milestone of 5,500 achievements won. Not the original High Road. Oh, right. Version 2. There you go. Prowlex has 19,000 achievements won. I think the X is silent. Prowl? Prowl. Yeah. Oh, damn. Now you tell me after all these years? We've been waiting for you to just get it right. He was on the Ed to Ed podcast. Shashi Shringar was on a 1,850-day achievement win streak, and Matt Tism is on a 2,000-day achievement win streak. Should I talk about Fug's 200-day streak? All right, fine. Good job, Fuggy. Uh, P-Tart with Little Corgan, Little Billy, (laughs) has been playing nothing but... Relevant. (laughs) He's been (laughs) playing... Uh, she's been playing nothing but visual novels. I guess she took up Japanese while she was in labor. <laughs> she's got 350,000 game score. I mean, I can't think of a better way to spend my maternity leave than uh, playing games in another language. Yeah, those involve meticulous following along with the guide. That used to be the big thing to do. Get a Japanese You can even do that with American games sometimes. It's true, it's true. Mr. High Road version 2 is now in the top 50 of the Colorado Completed Games leaderboard. Well, I'm surprised if you're talking about Colorado, it should be in the top 420, shouldn't it? I don't know. That's why he's the high road. Oh, highest on the board. I see, I see. Death Dealers, what does that say? The top 100,000? <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. And I don't know why you're laughing. Probably ahead of Kenny. Oh, right. Now, for some reason, I made it onto two leaderboards without completing anything. So someone must have either moved or changed their privacy settings or died or something. Or New York is very easy. New York is weird. I'm now in the top 10 of completed games for the XBLA. That's crazy. And the top 20 of beat-em-ups. I really need to finish Phantom Breakers because that's a beat-em-up. Yay. Um, I'm going to be very nice and make Michelle's Brutta Freak Servo Community Spotlight We've been dragging him in with us for Burnout Paradise and Phantom Breakers, and he reached Toe a double. Earl. He reached a double milestone. Uh, he reached a double milestone of three thousand achievements won and sixty thousand gamer score. Um, nice. Well, that's that's getting there. It's something. Yeah, he's one of those triple console owners. He bounces back between the one, the Switch, and the PS4. So a Ooh. smart person. I know, right? Unbelievable. 
He's been playing with that uh, Labo kit. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I want one of those. Okay, why? It sounds like Ikea. It just looks like it sounds like Ikea furniture. You gotta build stuff. It looks it looks fun. The the building part. Like engineering. So what it also it you don't just build it, like you walk through uh like this build of it and it, it shows you how it all <laughs> works. It's cool, okay? <laughs> don't question it, just do it. Alright. We had a couple of birthday boys. Beer me. Happy birthday. His birthday was May 9th. And Carnage's birthday was May 13th. Happy birthday, guys. Well, how do you, how do you get added onto this proclamation point? Well, that's simple. You either do one of two things. First up, you send me a friend request, Fufu Cuddly Poof, on TA. That way I can see your milestones. And if the second way, if we're, I'm not mentioning you, or... Or, yeah, if you're already a friend of mine and I'm not mentioning you, then you send me a message and say, hey, dumbass, start talking about start talking about my milestones because you're clearly forgetting me, and I'll be sure to remember to add you. I thought you were going to say if, if I'm not reading them and we're already friends, then you need to get good. That too. And step three, uh, get some milestones. All right, so, yes, if you enjoyed the show, please like and review us on your platform of choice. The different platforms that we're on is... We're on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is that you may be listening to this. Please don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Smash. If you want to send us a Twitter tweet, we have a Twitter. It's at Achievements101. You can find us on Mixer, mixer.com slash AH101. I will actually be streaming CrashBots this Saturday night right around 10 o'clock Yankee time. That's Eastern. <laughs> and you're, are you going to do the other one too? What's the other one? Adventures of Bertram Fiddle. Something Ooh. like that. Uh, I wasn't planning on it. I the people see Kenny, want it. I want to see Kenny play a point and click without a guide. Yep. There you I go. I agree. <laughs> you want to see me play a point, see me play a point and click without a guide. I do. I will Saturday tell you night, what. Kenny streams ID at Xbox Showcase. Yeah. Two games. I don't know if I'll be playing that game. If there's a demand for it, maybe I'll play it. I don't know. You, if you're a mixer chat, you'll have to you'll have to convince me to play it. I we'll see. We're and like we said before, we are also on Discord. Join the conversation and maybe you can convince me on discord to actually play that godforsaken game discord link is discord.io slash ah101 i probably should not be saying godforsaken game on a game we got a review that's not good advertising <laughs> grind us on grinder all right guys class is missed talk to you next week hello everyone and welcome to the fifth and final week of our soma discussions I'm Wakapail, and joining me today is Dynable. Yep. Hello. And Philip Wendell. Hey, how's it going? Last week we found the last living human. She gave us the Ark for safekeeping. Before we go any further, I'd like to ask Philip Wendell: Are you playing in safe mode or in normal mode? No, I played in normal mode. Halfway through, I was I was wishing I had changed it to safe mode, but. But uh, I'm I'm kind of glad I went through it the uh, the the normal mode. It is 
way more challenging in normal mode. It's not a very difficult game, but uh, it can get annoying having to evade the monsters. Well, it, it definitely made it uh, made me get to the edge of my seat. Uh, it made it made it a lot more uh, exciting and interesting. I think we have the Ark, and we are going to launch it into space. At least that is the plan. When we leave Sarah, Johan Ross's quarters opens, uh, and it. It has a tablet which contains a lot of information regarding the WoW uh, and the ARC team as well. Their final visit to the station where they went to send the ARC into space but for some reason did not. It is not explained why they didn't send it into space but not all of the members returned from the space gun. You start off this episode with prepping the arc for transfer between the stations you basically slot it onto a rail that is supposed to deliver the arc to the space gun while you try to follow the arc uh, there has been a cave-in which you have to find your way around and at that moment uh, a monster shows up telling you to follow it I'm not 100% sure about this, but I believe that that monster is Johan Ross. I don't, you said that last time, but I'm not 100% sure about that. Like, is that... So it's not 100% confirmed? No. Nope. I, I thought it was the WoW. I, I thought it was the WoW talking to you. Like, trying to trick you. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, considering how the story unfolds from here. Maybe we should table that until we get a bit further... The monster shows you the way to Site Alpha, the secret installation that they did not know if they, it existed or not. On Alpha you find the WoW. You are told by the monster that you are following that the structure gel you picked up to get the new suit contains some kind of uh, poison uh, that will destroy the WoW. Right, right. That that's when I realized that it wasn't. <laughs> but at first, it was. I, you know, you're just expecting there to be a twist, or you're expecting something unexpected to happen. And so I, I, I thought that we it was leading us to the wrong way. Yeah, I think it's funnily enough. You're using the same body that initially were attempting to get down to the alpha site and destroy the WoW. At least I. Th- think that is the case. I'm not sure. Uh, the uh, dead girl that you found in the diving suit. I didn't realize that. There's a small underwater section where you later find the wow and you are asked to put your hand inside of it like you've done many other times with the other things that heal you. Is this the part of the giant whale? Before that, this is where it looks like a giant heart in the center of the room. Yeah, but right before that, there's like a giant whale chasing you, right? Or is that after? It's after. Oh, my bad. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> you poison the wall. While you do that, you lose your hand. Uh, you don't have to do that, though. You don't have to. Yeah. How, how do how do you not lose your hand? I I just walked past it. Did you have your hand? So, so it's a choice to destroy the poison the wall or not. Yeah. I was thinking it might be, but uh, I didn't realize that you actually could. You can just walk right past it. He tries to stop you. He's like, no, you're f***ing ah! up. Don't, you gotta do this. And then he brings you back, but you can just walk, you can walk past it again. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So you don't, you don't have to do that. Okay. Th- that makes the final stretch of the game different then. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm wondering. 
Because after I did that, I was like, I bet this ending is going to be different. Or maybe it's not. It Maybe the ending is, I don't know, I don't know how it plays out. I think the, the story is fairly linear, but you do have plenty of uh, player choice along the way that changes things in minor ways. Sort of like Telltale games. Yeah. Well, losing your hand definitely made going up and down ladders uh, more interesting. Uh, yeah, I had, I had both my hands. <laughs> yeah, since I was playing in safe mode, I didn't use ladders on my way down. That went much faster that way. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That would have been much faster. Yeah, you were still able to go, but he, had, you know, you, you saw like the, the, the stump having to, to go over the, the rungs in a, you know, in a different way by your elbow instead of your hand. Yeah, it goes a bit slower, not much slower, but you can tell that you are hindered. But that going down in safe mode, you just drop down the ladders. If you do that in normal mode, I did it by mistake once and uh, it almost killed me that time. But it's not an issue while playing in safe mode. So, Wargapil, could you answer a quick question? One thing I, I never understood is when you healed yourself with the, with the little stations, what was it that you were actually doing? Did, were you, like, getting more structure gel? or? I would guess that's the case, that you got some more structure gel to patch up your wounds. Okay, because after, after a while when I figured out that you know, that, that the WoW was evil, I was thinking, you know, should I even be doing this or not? Yeah, it's not entirely clear. They do not tell you at least i don't think so exactly what is happening and if you do it with catherine active she freaks out she's wondering what the hell you are doing yeah that's what made me wonder if i should be after she did that i never got that voice clip now playing in safe mode since i ignored most of those things that you put your hand into didn't see the use for them so if you decide to do destroy the wow you lose your arm and Johan Ross decides to kill you, but it doesn't work out for him. The WoW kills him instead. The WoW seems very angry about the situation, and uh, something starts to chase Simon out of Alpha. No, I guess it does play out the same then. So, so uh, yours, it ch- you got chased out as well. Yeah. Well, also he got killed too, because like right after he brought me back, uh, he was like, "Hey, you gotta put your hand in here." And I was like, "No, I'm not doing that." And then this well, or the well kind of thing, where we came to the floor and ate him, and then uh, I had to run from it. I don't remember. I didn't remember that well. I don't know, or maybe it was. I saw it as something else. Not well. I don't. It was. A, it was a giant fish-looking thing. Maybe not well. When I played it the first time, I was busy running away from it. But if you look back, you can see that you are hunted by some kind of uh, fish thing from Alpha, yep. and that thing follows you all the way until. You find Phi where the space gun is located. So can you die from the well, or did you, uh, Philip? I, I didn't, but um, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that I could have if I if I would have let it. I was hurt by it uh, when outside. It did not seem that dangerous, but you can tell that it's more machine than organic creature if you look at it. Oh yeah, Play, I actually played a little bit longer than I should have the previous week and i played through that part so i didn't remember the exact details um it was hard to stop playing at that point yeah things are drawing to a close when we left off last time this is also the last moment that you are in immediate danger from anything yeah the last part is just loading the arc finding the arc loading it into a big bullet and launching it into space 
while you do so, you find Catherine's corpse. Yep, and you find out how she got killed. Uh, Catherine first reacts to it like, ah, it's no big deal. It's better this way. Uh, but then when Simon tells uh, her that she was killed by one of her colleagues, she gets a bit upset. It's messed up. She's not upset that she was killed. She was upset that she was killed by one of her colleagues. You know, and I was thinking if, if it were me, you know, he didn't want to really tell her any details. It's like, what else do they have to talk about at this point? They've, they've basically got the rest of their lives, potentially infinity. They, they may as well talk about it. Yeah, get it out of the way. Once you've loaded the space gun, you are told to sit in a pilot seat to get your mind transferred to the Ark. While you are getting your mind transfer, the space gun is loading and uh, there's a countdown on the screen and you see a kind of upload bar for Catherine and your consciousness. And that thing... uh, goes very very slowly mm-hmm. and it very much looks like simon will be left behind yeah that was funny that, that, that was uh typical that hers went first right yeah and simon's goes very very slowly in the beginning to rush near the end basically uploaded in the last second before the shell is sent into space so here's where i, I think was they expected a twist but this that was exactly how i kind of expected the whole thing to happen in the first place yeah really uh, simon is dumb <laughs> wow, i'm dumb too dude i, I didn't expect you that way this has happened three times well it this is the third time he is making a copy of himself and for some reason he thought this time was going to be different i i realized it was going to be a copy again but i thought i was going to be the copy on the ship but there's two of them so the one who's sitting there is obviously going to continue to sit there, and then there's going to be a fresh copy that has the memory of sitting there and back. So, I mean, it, it, he kind of bifurcates into into two people at that point again. Yeah, and Catherine, just, she is just so tired with Simon this time. She <laughs> really starts yelling at him that, I can't be responsible for your goddamn ignorance. <laughs> and I, I feel the same way. He, he has... She never... She said that she never lied to him, and she didn't. It's just Simon being really dumb about the situation. While Catherine is yelling at him, uh, the power cuts, and Simon is left alone down four kilometers in the deep. I thought that since the WoW was destroyed, that uh, the entire installation was shutting down. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing the power cuts, even if you leave it up, yeah, it's still, it's still cut. Seems like a hundred years in the future, they they should be able to figure out how to transfer like a live process from from one. You know, like you could have like cloud computing where you've got virtual processes, or, or even like like VMware where you can transfer a, a, a live session from one machine to another. And instead of making a copy, that would have transferred them live over. But the way that by making a copy, it's you know you're 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 completely the original copy is is unchanged and you're just creating a new one. It seems like they should, 100 years from now, still have that kind of technology that we have today. But this was a rush job. The technology to store your a copy of yourself was just invented on the bottom of the seafloor a couple of days or weeks earlier. Ah, that's a good point. That's true. Now, do you, did you see that as a life, though? Because to me... It, it's to me it's just artificial intelligence i mean they they may argue but 
that they're not creating life by by making a copy. And maybe maybe that's kind of a philosophical question, but you know when when we were bringing um, I forget the the guy's name Chen multiple times. I didn't think it was that cruel because it's basically just running a simulation a bunch of times, right? They kind of like bring their own, like bring upon like their own life or whatever, right? Like it's not the same life, but it's something they can build upon. And it, did you find the, there are questions regarding how you feel about your new existence, both uh, uh, when you find the arc prototype room and uh, well, a little bit later than after the credits roll. Oh yeah, I found yeah. There was like a quiz thing or whatever. Yeah, I found that uh, after the credits. Oh yeah. I didn't find the first one. Yeah, when when Simon wakes up, uh, the the version of the the copy on the arc wakes up. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but maybe we should take this back a bit Rewind. because you Simon gets stuck on the bottom of the sea, and that's how it ends. Credits roll. And once the credits are done, you wake up on the arc as Simon. So you get multiple endings in one sequence. Right. And the one that's on there loses touch with Catherine. So it's like now he's by himself in the bottom of the the ocean with nobody there. And it just seems horrible and miserable. At some point, you're just, you just imagine you're going to unplug yourself, right? Such a dark ending, yeah. man. Yeah. He's in a bad place. I don't think that Simon on the bottom of the sea is going to last very long. It's almost where the, the last Simon ended, though, right? Because there's the other Simon in, a, what was it, Omnicrom? Where they you had to unplug, where you didn't have to, but you could unplug him or whatever. Yeah, but you didn't have to. You did not have to. <laughs> oh, I, I did unplug him. Yeah, I did unplug him, because that would have been miserable waking up. Yes, since I played this twice, I did both things. Did, it, did anything happen when you didn't unplug him? And did you see anything different? No, the you didn't see anything. You got different dialogue in the elevator ride. To me, I, I kind of saw it as it's just it's probably just artificial intelligence, and and any emotion is just calculated emotion. Yeah, but it's that so different from what a real human is. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it made it definitely was very thought provoking, and that's that's what I enjoyed out of the games. That really made you consider, uh, you know, the situation. What would you do, and what would you consider? I, that, I love that part of the game. Soma is really a hard science fiction. Most of the concepts are not too far out there. They could be possible one day. Uh, the one thing that stands out is the monster that tries to destroy the WoW. That thing, I, d I don't think that is explained very well how. <laughs> you, you could come up with explanations that it was just sending signals and uh, just putting images of itself around the place while not being there. But uh, I, I don't think they explain that monster very well. I don't know why, but that monster kind of reminded me of like Gravemind from Halo near the end there. Because like, there's like those glitches and he's in your head. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it reminded me of some, like, Halo moments. It definitely made it more exciting. It made it, made it feel more urgent. <laughs> yeah. Still not entirely a fan of that character. I guess that's kind of my point, is it, it reminded me of a, of a Halo character, and I'm like, I'm playing a horror game right now. I don't really want to be reminded of uh, some sci-fi or some space opera, <laughs> you know, thing or whatever. I don't really see the connection between those two characters you don't see it at all and uh, not really just the way it uh, sort of changes your screen when you're close to it yeah 
I wanted to ask a question about the arc, but it's it's kind of a the, probably one of the last questions. So I'll, if you if you wanted to talk some more about the, the getting the arc out or the shooting the gun, we should do that. Yeah, I think we already did that. They sent the the arc into space. It worked. One Simon is stuck on the bottom of the seafloor. The other Simon is uh, on the arc. Wakes up. Everything looks great. The, you find the calibration survey we discussed earlier with a bunch of questions how he feels and uh, if he thinks this will be a life worth uh, living and uh, if it's any different than his previous life. Uh, there's also a final question if you want to remain on the arc or if uh, you want to be deleted. And I tried to, well, I chose to have, please have me deleted this time just to see if it would cut out, but it didn't. What happens? Nothing. Oh. It just finishes the questions. So the the questions don't do anything other than make you think. Yeah, it definitely did. And that that's what I was wondering was, I, I think at that point, you know, do they have control of of uh, what happens in the arc. I mean, can they edit? Seems like since it's a computer program, is could it be like the Matrix where they could, you know, build anything immediately or how could they fly? Could they do anything like that? Or should they preserve human life as it was on Earth as a as a kind of an archival system? You know, I think they have a choice and what would they do? If you have listened to Catherine, it sounds like she has quite a lot of control of the arc program from inside. But exactly how it works is never properly explained. And they say that it should survive in space for thousands of years. So the question is if anything else that's not human finds it, what would happen then? But uh, that seems like a remote possibility. Yeah, that definitely makes you think and definitely opens up a, you know incredible number of possibilities. Yeah, unfortunately, they will probably just drift in space until something breaks. But probably many years later. After you find Catherine on the Ark, the game ends properly. And you see the Ark leaving Earth's orbit. And Earth is. Uh, most of it is on fire when you see it in the background. So there is probably not much left on earth you know that some survived since uh, yeah there were people on the underwater station there might be other similar places but very much looks like uh, humanity is gone for good so let's hope whoever finds the uh the ark is able to understand or, or get into it right yeah well this is a fictional story but i don't think anyone will ever find the ark yeah i didn't think it was in orbit it looked like it went out of orbit or just uh, yeah it went out of orbit just out into space yeah you gotta wonder if it's going to be around for thousands of years is, is that going to be extremely boring for those on it it might be we don't know how the arc will work but uh, it certainly looks like a happier place than being stuck on the bottom of the sea yeah well Wakapil, thank you for for the, this game I, w- I would definitely not have thought about playing it or or picked it out it was uh it was very unique for me i i don't i typically don't like monster games with that, that are really dark or have monsters and things like that and so this was uh this was great and really enjoyed it yes uh, i i did try to play down the monster I, I knew that it could be scary for some but i don't think it's the big i, I don't think the monsters are what makes this game it's uh all the 
strange identity, consciousness, purpose. <laughs> what is your purpose if you are no longer human? What is your purpose if you are human? There's a lot of uh, philosophical topics that you get to think about. What is life? Yeah, I think those monsters were needed for the to to make things to to, to make you go somewhere faster. You know, the, the urgency factor. The safe mode was added rather late. Uh, it's not. It was not present in the original releases of this game. I, I'm a bit torn. I think it's a good thing that they did include it because, uh, to be honest, the monsters are not the best part of this game, and uh, if it makes more people actually play through it and enjoy it, I think that's a good thing, even if uh, the game has a lot more tension if you play it in normal mode. It's still pretty tense in safe mode, at least for me. <laughs> I know it's not for everybody, but... Yeah, Dynabull, you usually do not like scary games. No, I'm not, I, I'm not a horror genre kind of guy. Like, I've never played through a full Resident Evil or Silent Hill or nothing. I'm not into those kind of games. No. So, how did you find Soma? You seem to have been enjoying it. Oh, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Like, it was a great game. Um, the story was awesome all the way through. The The horror sections, I did like, even though they scared the f*** ah! out of me. But they, they were fun. I really appreciated the the achievements as well since there weren't collectibles that you had to go find or you know the, or missables except for the kind of the one but it allowed me to to really play and get into the game without having to look at a guide which i really really appreciated that is uh one thing i feel like we should probably say even if like you're if you're on the fence with this game like if you play in safe mode it's a pretty easy achievement game it is it will still take you a while it'll yeah it's it's, it's kind of a long game but it's easy it's funny we say that it's kind of a long game. It's around 10 hours if you yeah. don't get stuck too much and actually hang around and look at things. The game was made by a small team. It took them five years to make it. It's a indie game. The graphics are they're, decent. They're pretty, they're pretty good. They're not the best around, but uh, it, it, it looks good. Yeah, I, th I thought the graphics were very good, yeah. You can tell that this is the kind of game that a big company would not release. Oh, yeah. It's too strange. It's They do not hold your hand at all. It's very easy to uh, just not pay attention at a critical moment. And uh, then that information is lost to you. It's so easy to just miss something like plugging in a machine. You don't realize that uh, it... The cord is an interactable object. Yeah, I, I had to look at the guide for a couple of times for for things like that, but it wasn't like um you 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 the collectibles that you after a while the collectibles you were getting or the or the the readable things that you were picking up you were actually reading because you were invested in the story and were interested not because you have to collect everyone that that was fun. They certainly had the possibility to add a lot of achievements to this game. There were plenty of things where the story not necessarily branched, but uh, there were differences. And, uh, well, collectibles, there are plenty of those. There are plenty of those health stations, things that you put your hand in. There are so many places where they could have uh, made different achievements, but... Everything is tied to story progression, even the missable one. Uh, the, the single missable achievement you will not miss if you are at all interested in the story. Uh, I, I think the developers knew that to, to add all those achievements would force you to use a guide. 
and really take away from the story immersion. Yeah, do you think this game would have been better if it had been more clear about things, if it had told you, well, if it, there had been waypoints and things like that? No, no, I, I'm glad it's it's presented the way it is. Yeah, it, it, it was a little slow to start, I thought. But once you got into it and you, you kind of understood what was going on in the story, to me, it, no, it, it, I'm, I'm glad they didn't give you more information. It is a very demanding game. It's not difficult in the traditional sense of the word. It's just, it just takes a lot of the player to uh, figure things out. The technology that you have to use in the game is intuitive, but it is rather foreign. It is some, There are some very strange things that you have to figure out, but... Uh, they are presented in a way that makes it fairly easy to figure out the puzzles once you have realized that they actually are puzzles because it's very easy to just miss a switch somewhere. Yeah, like the wall panel in that long section that I could never find. Yeah, and you didn't even know that you were looking for it. There was a section too where it it took me like 20 minutes I was trying to find this cord to plug into something. It was was so simple. Yeah, at the down bat. I got lucky on that one. I... I, I didn't have to. I, I figured that one out. This is the kind of thing that you either find immediately or run around <laughs> twenty minutes in a small room trying to figure out what to do. Just losing your mind. There's actually only two major characters in this game, and that's Simon and Catherine. The rest are are not given very much time. And you've heard me. I I don't like Simon. Uh, I did find Catherine awesome. I know that some. I heard after I played it that many were very suspicious of Catherine, but she I felt she always told the truth. She was just a bit strange about it. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely very suspicious of her, but then at, at the end you you realize that she what, what you see is what you get with her. Yeah, and she is a bit strange, but mm-hmm. it takes a while to realize it. Yeah, I think I think Catherine's all right after playing all the way through it. I know. I think I said at some point I thought she was going to be evil. <laughs> But uh, I'm definitely just like you know what I, I I get what she's saying. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that she was she was part of the WoW or she was trying to get the Ark destroyed or something like that. And and you're you're wondering why everybody didn't want to launch it until that very end. Yeah, there are hints around the environments why they didn't want to launch it, but uh, there's nothing that is certain. Well, you know that Catherine was killed over wanting to launch it with someone else not wanting to do it. Yeah, that, that seems like it should have been avoidable. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't be much of a story if everything went according to plan. Right, right. There's one thing that we haven't discussed at all during these weeks, and that is that the game can be, I find it rather funny in spots. Or is that just me? Yeah, like like the like Simon's copy not, not going very fast. Yeah, and uh, Simon's and Catherine's banter back and forth, and uh, how Catherine makes fun of Simon. If he doesn't do something fast enough. Like getting in the chair. <laughs> yeah, that I hadn't heard that bef- before. I was I was taking notes and she started saying all kinds of things. Oh, like before you got in the chair, that the last bit is that is that what you're saying though? Like before she got. Oh no! Like when she was because uh, I, I I wound up taking a long time when he was when when you were switching into the different suit. Oh, she, okay. she kept saying, "Come on, let's get in the chair." Yeah, the the first time you meet Catherine, if you do not plug in the Omnitool. Uh, she will make uh, stranger and stranger questions to Simon. One of them is something like, should I be worried? Yeah, I, I heard that one too. 
I don't exactly remember what she's saying, but uh, she gets more and more worried that Simon might not be as uh, intelligent as he has seemed. Yeah, what she's going to be working with here. And there's also a moment I did miss this time when uh, uh, Simon asks Catherine, if, why have you put people into robots all over the place? And Catherine says, yeah, this is a new thing. It, it hasn't happened before. Do you think uh, there will be other copies of me around? Well, I didn't think so, but I do know. Oh yeah. Well, that and that 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 was kind of the point. That's like, oh, you know, you you can make a hundred copies, but I mean, did you really make a hundred lives? The game leaves everything open for in- interpretation, which I find. Yeah, that's great. Great. I, I love I love endings like that. Yeah. I I hate when uh something feels like it has to be like very just closed. Or like this is like tie everything up. I find that this uh, this game actually ties everything up. It just has two separate endings at the same time. But then it opens up a lot of questions. Like you never you never actually talk to Catherine. You just yell Catherine, and then you yell run towards her, and then it goes away. So what do they talk about? What are they saying? I think that's the perfect moment to close the story. Yeah, it was perfect. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Play Soma. Not me. Just uh, just that I enjoyed it. And uh, what's next? What's the next game going to be? The Game Club was not my idea. I am in the old world over here, which makes time zones an issue. There is no solid plan for the next game. It will not start next week, at least. If you feel strongly about the game, feel free to send a suggestion in the Discord, and uh, we will see when and if we start up a new game for the Game Club. Sounds good. I I would love... uh... You know things that are that are more obscure. The more obscure games that people have found to be uh, really good, yeah. I think, make great candidates for this. They should also have a strong narrative. If it's it can be the world's best playing game, but it might have a paper thin story that's not worth discussing, that would disqualify it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this only works with like a good narrative. I do have a couple of candidates, but I don't think we should put them this close to Soma as I tend to gravitate towards stories like this and uh, they are too close even if they are not Hmm. the same. Okay, well sounds good to me. Well, thank you Dynable and Philip Wendell for joining me. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm glad to hear that both of you enjoyed Soma. There hasn't been too many that have played along with us, but there is at least a handful and all of them have uh, expressed that they liked the game. Well, some fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, including me. It was a late night. Oh no! Not my fault. <laughs> it's not unprecedented with me. So, all right. Well, thank you, thank you, Walkbill. Appreciate it. Dynable, good talking to you. See you guys later. Have a nice day, everyone. <laughs>